what shows is that there are more South Africans who are committed to to fighting corruption. It became very clear that Jacob Zuma has lost the confidence of his whole caucus. The DA is now calling to for, for a motion to dissolve the National Assembly and, as a result, uh, call for early elections. Yeah, because we think South Africans must have a voice. If members of parliament can't give expression to what uh, the religious leaders have called for, towards what unions have called for, towards what um, <clears throat> civil society and different institutions have called for. The Constitution of the Republic of South Africa gives us the option to dissolve Parliament in a world where, in fact, the will of the people is not being reflected in Parliament. How confident are you that this is the right approach, this is the correct approach to take? It's for the people of South Africa, and I accept that different political parties may take a different stance. Ours is to say the will of the people should always prevail. This is a democracy, and that is why the Constitution of South Africa gave those provisions. And I wonder if the DA itself would be ready within three months only to stand for a general election and to ultimately sway the vote. Absolutely. We would have to put together all our efforts and resources to say, let's get to an early election. But it's necessary for the purpose of democracy. And, and I wonder, though, if, if by you know calling for an early election, that would ultimately mean that the ANC would not be in power anymore because the margin of victory or of support that the ANC has is still far greater than the Democratic Alliances. That is based in 2014. You can't say that for certainty today. What we know is that the ANC is losing support. What we know is that there wouldn't be all of these marches calling for the leader of the ANC to resign had their support been as strong as as what it was in 2014. One of the major points that arose from this motion of no confidence at Parliament was that opposition parties were attacking the ANC. And I wonder how you deal with that difference where opposition parties are saying they are attacking President Jacob Zuma based on the various findings that they believe action should be taken against him. And ANC MPs are saying, no, it's not against President Jacob Zuma, it's against the movement of the ANC. So how do you view that? I think that that's a fallacy. I think the ANC's argument there that that this whole attack was against the whole ANC is bizarre because Section 102 of the Constitution and Section 89 were inserted in a constitutional democracy to hold account. Now, if the ANC can't do that, if the ANC against growing evidence that Jacob Zuma has violated the Constitution, choose to protect him, that's not something that we can sit back and say, well, well, that is consistent with the spirit of the Constitution. The Constitution envisaged that if the president acts in that manner, that parliament would hold them to account. These are things that we're testing, and I think they won't be solved within the current constitutional framework. That's why we must consider in the future of South Africa allowing the people to directly vote for the president. Mr. Memani, and I think the next process then... As you know, we go to court against Jacob Zuma in September, where he will face the charges, the 738 charges of corruption. The court case to see the impeachment process against Jacob Zuma is taking place uh, in October. Is the focus for the Democratic Alliance and yourself only to bring down President Jacob Zuma? I mean, there are greatest socio-economic challenges that the country faces. For that reason where we govern, you can see very clearly that our focus has been on delivering for the poor. You can see where the DA is in government, that in fact um, service delivery is improved. Let's take Nelson Mandela Bay as a simple example. 